Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. A woman has an encounter with a strange man, and it almost kills her. And then we take a look at the absolutely most bizarre conspiracy theory going around right now, and that's a high bar. Are 5G towers actually causing the coronavirus? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys had a great weekend. We got a lot of stuff to cover. We're going to get started right now. First off, we have to give a shout out to our latest Patreon, Mr. Twister. Give a hand for Mr. Twister. Really, really appreciate the support. Means a lot. Helps keep the show going. If you can't support the show via Patreon though, that's fine too. Just help get the word out about the show. I know it's a little bit harder now that everyone's locked inside, but whatever online form you're at, just say, hey, man, I'm checking out this podcast. You should listen to it. It's really, really dope. And the guy has a really handsome-sounding voice. Second thing we got to talk about real quick, and Mr. Twister again, thank you so much. You'll be getting the keys to the Carpenter Copter in a second. But before we do that, Friday night, we had the uh, Dead Rabbit Movie Club. I had a lot of fun doing that. Tonight's movie if you want to join the movie club you can watch it on shutter or i'm sure you can find it other places as well housewife it's a movie called housewife it's about a young woman who witnessed the murder of her sister and was never able to get over it until she meets a self-help guru slash cult leader who is willing to go to any lengths to help her resolve her problems it's really good i watched it yesterday It's really good. Check it out. Housewife. It's available on Shudder, and you can find it other places as well. Let's go ahead and get started with the episode here. That's the first episode of the movie club for this week, though. Let's get started with the episode. Mr. Twister, fire up that carpenter copter. We are flying out to Unknown City, USA. Actually, to be fair, I don't know if it's in the United States. That's my own bias. All the cool stories take place in the USA. Helicopters landing. Thanks, Twister. The thing is, I don't know where the story takes place. This was a story I found off of Reddit. It's very telling, and I think it actually kind of leads into our next topic as well. This is an interesting one. March 27th, 2020. We're walking through the streets of Unknown City, USA. And there is a Reddit user there. We're just going to call her Tori. That's a name I made up. If that's actually her real name, it's, that's not as far as I know. But anyways, Tori... Is walking down the street. And we're walking down the street behind her. That sounds creepy. No, we're not. We are 
we're wearing a, a trench coat, right? And I'm the bottom person, and you're on my shoulders so you can see the story. I already see the story. For some reason, that's not, that's less creepier than following her. But anyways, we're watching Tori walk down the street. She's walking her little doggies, right? Little doggy people are walking. And she looks down an alley, and she sees a bizarre sight. She sees a man sitting on, like, an old steamer trunk. Like one of those big old trunks you would see in like some Agatha Christie movie, right? Or just if you took a train today, they may still be there. I don't know. But it was like an old timey trunk. There was a man sitting on it smoking a cigarette. And you're thinking, that's not bizarre. That's actually less bizarre than me sitting on your shoulders as we're both in a trench coat. And I go, well, true. But something about it made her feel off. And she's walking, and she's on the opposite side of the street, so she's looking down the alleyway across the street, and she sees the guy. Something about it made her feel that this is out of place. And she decides, I'm going to continue my walk, but when I'm coming back the other way, I'm going to cross the street, and if he's still there, I'm going to talk to him. Now, that's kind of a bold move, right? You have the woman cross the street now. Tori is now walking back home. So now she is walking on that side of the street, and she's walking, and she doesn't see him in that first alley now. She sees him in a different alley, and he's comically slipping and sliding on ice. Whoa, whoa, like Mr. Bean, basically. Now, she doesn't really go into, like, his body proportions, but when I read the story, no matter how many times I've read the story, because I read it once, then I had to read it again, prep reading the notes, and, and now I'm reading it to you, basically. I picture him as tall and gangly, and a bit older. But she never de- it's weird, because the story kind of fills in those details, and I wonder if you I picture him kind of gangly and stuff. Anyways, whoa, 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 he keeps slipping and sliding on ice, kind of like that scene from Bambi, but he doesn't have four legs, he just can't find his balance on the ice. Now, she says that her dogs are normally pretty, like, yippee, 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 yippee. One is always kind of angry. And one super hyper. But this time, when this guy is having these... Because now they're on the same side of the street. It's just a different alleyway. As he's slipping and sliding on the ice, neither dogs respond to what's going on. Which she finds very odd. Because the hyper one wants lots of loves and kisses, and the other one wants to beat, like, beat everyone up. They're both tiny, though. She does start to approach him, though. And she says, everything about him seemed old. But in that sense, again, she wasn't really talking about his physical age. She was specifically mentioning the clothing. The clothing looked out of date. Just like the big steamer trunk looked out of date and out of time. She's getting closer and closer to him. And she goes, you need any help? Like, he obviously needs help, right? The guy can't stand up on ice. He obviously needs help. And he goes, no. No, 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 I'm fine. He's still trying to get somewhere across the ice. And she goes, where are you headed? And he goes... I'm headed to, like, this place. And she didn't recognize that place. She had never heard of that place. Now, it wasn't like Gumbo Land. It was like a restaurant or a store or something like that. It wasn't like, I'm going back to the mythical realm of Azrael. No, no, no. It was like a place. It was like a department store. Something like that. We'll get to that detail in a second. But she asks, where are you going? And he said, this place. And then she goes, well, I hope you get there safely. Because he's obviously having some trouble just standing up in an alleyway. And... I, I wish I could do more for you, as she says. And then he turns to her and says, quote, You did exactly what you needed to, sweetheart. Thank you. And then he just continued. He finally got his footing and walked down the alleyway and turned. And then she never saw him again. Now she goes home. 
She looks up the place because she's curious. The whole encounter was really weird. So she looks up the place he said he was going. (gasps) That place closed down 50 years ago. Now, obviously, we don't know this person's real name. It's on Reddit. They have a username. They don't. uh, But we don't know what city takes place in or what the business was. We can't verify any of the particular facts. So, is the story true or not? We, as an audience, don't know. This was on the Reddit account, or this was on the Reddit forum. The truth is here, which has a lot of stuff like this. Most of it is, I woke up and my cat possessed me, and now I want milk. Just really, like, people with obvious <laughs> obvious mental problems, I think. I'm not saying she has one, but I'm saying you get a lot of that stuff, and then you get some legit stuff, things like that. But anyways... You have this here. Now, the story itself, the girl walking down the street, she turns the corner and there's a man out of time. That's typical Dead Rabbit radio fare. There's not enough meat to that story, so you jump up off my shoulders. Now I'm taking off the trench coat. I have normal clothes on underneath, don't worry. Don't worry. And we're standing there in the street, and you go, so is that the story? And I go, no, 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 that's the preamble. Because while that story is interesting, that's, it's just a man out of time. Now we get to the meat of this. Now, the story takes place March 27th, 2020. Let me read you uh, a bit more of this Reddit post. This is actual quote. Since then, things haven't been the same. I have chronic, life-limiting health problems, but I've never felt like I was going to die soon the way I've felt since this encounter. Okay, let me remind you one more time before I read this next sentence. This is March 27th, 2020. Quote, Short of breath, blue around the lips, pale, and no, no exposure to the virus. Waking up from strange dreams in a cold sweat. A constant foreboding feeling. I'm going to die soon. I even had a seizure. Now, now, now. At any other point in human history... If someone said, I saw a ghost, and now I have a fever, I can't breathe, my lips are turning blue, my face is turning blue, I feel like I'm going to die at any moment, people would probably go, whoa, dude, it's a ghost. The rest of the Reddit responses were, go to the doctor, dude. You basically had 30 comments saying, go to the doctor. You obviously have been exposed to the coronavirus. What are you doing typing this out? Go to the doctor. And then, pretty much, I found this thread when it first happened, right? And I was like, what? I'm reading it. Because a lot of this stuff I skim. Because I read a ton of this stuff, and it's like, at the end, you can tell it's a LARP. You can tell it's whatever. And I remember reading this, and I'm being like, oh my god, this this uh, poor girl is uh, dead and it would you just saw the comments fill up. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor, please. Comment after comment. And it's funny because normally in these types of threads, you'll have people go, oh my god, the ghost must be in you. Say this or go to this location and get it cured. So what happened was she she did there was basically she the thread went quiet. Basically, people are like, dude, I hope she's still alive. And then like maybe a day or two passed, and she said, thank you, guys. I went to the doctor, and I was having some breathing issues. She still has never said that she actually did have the coronavirus, but I think the timing of the post and everyone being very aware of the signs of breathing difficulties right now, 
got her to go to the emergency room where she did get tested and they gave her a bunch of breathing treatments. Apparently she does have, like she said at the beginning, some lingering health issues. But um, almost died. She ends her post with, I'm terrified. I don't know what I saw, but I don't think it was anything good. I wish I could go back and unsee it. Maybe then none of this would be happening. So I guess she does really combine the fact that she she had shortness of breath and her her lips were turning blue to the fact that she saw this sight. Now, when she came back, when she comes back um, after saying, thank you guys, I did go get med- medical treatment because I was having, I was basically dying. When your face is turning blue and your lips are turning blue, that is the point where you need to be in the emergency room. That rhymes. She said, I still 100% believe I saw what I saw. Like, that is, I was having this health issue, but I 100% saw this thing the day before. But this woman could have easily died. And again, I think if she had posted this six months earlier, when people weren't looking for the signs and people weren't aware, I didn't know blue lips was a sign of someone about to (laughs) suffocate. I never knew that. And now I do. And, um, yeah, interesting, though. Fact that a bunch of uh, a bunch of fellow weirdos on Reddit. But, yeah, and, and I just checked again today. She still posts on Reddit. She's still alive and healthy. You know what? Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Think about this. What if she was walking on the street and didn't see the creepy old man? And just her lips turned blue and she didn't get it treated and she died. Maybe the old man was there so she would post on Reddit. So a bunch of people would tell her to go to the hospital. Hmm? Hmm? Maybe the old man wasn't a spooky old man, but a guardian angel sent to save her life. Also in the future, miss, if you're listening to this podcast, just go to the hospital for medical problems. Don't post on Reddit. Let's go ahead and move on. But it's good that she did. And I'm, we were all concerned that she was going to die. But she didn't. And that's good. Let's go ahead and move on. to. It's always good when humans don't die. I didn't know if you needed to hear that from me. Let's move on to our next subject here. Our next subject is breaking news. I actually didn't plan for this to be today's topic. I had something else planned. That'll be on tomorrow's episode. Mr. Twister, fire up that carpenter copter. We're headed out to Britain. We're flying over the ocean. We're headed on out. We are headed, and and we know we're getting close to Britain because we see plumes of smoke. Just pouring out over the continent. We can barely see the Emerald Isle, which is Ireland, but we're flying over that before we get to Britain. (coughs) Bring us lower, Twister. We're now flying among the cities. We're like going. Do they have skyscrapers in Britain? Everything looks awfully small over there. What's their tallest building? Like 20 stories? I think, I mean, like, is there anything bigger than Big Ben over there? Technically, there shouldn't be because then it's not Big Ben anymore. I saw this documentary once called G.I. Joe Retaliation, and they dropped this giant metal spear from the sky, right? And it crashed into Britain and completely pulverized the entire city of England. And the buildings looked awfully small. Those CGI buildings that got destroyed as the Earth's mantle got rippled by that giant rod of God. Which is supposedly a real weapon. I know G.I. Joe's not real. Okay, I know G.I. Joe's not real. But supposedly if you drop a, a tungsten... A big enough piece of tungsten, or probably really any metal, but I think tungsten, I just like the, I like the, that word, tungsten, falls from the sky, and there's no explosive tip or whatsoever. The gravity of it, when it hits the earth, 
will cause a explosion greater than or equal to a nuclear bomb, and you just kind of just let them fall. I think they'd be kind of hard to aim. I mean, I'm not saying the wind's going to be pushing them around, but like you're like fire. What? What'd you say? Fire in that delay, like that short delay, is the difference between hitting England or hitting Moscow. And they probably have people working at the command centers with better hearing, too. They're probably not like, what'd you say? They're like, you can't work here if whenever someone says, hey, give me a cup of coffee, you go, what'd you say? Because eventually you're going to have to press a button and launch a missile. Like, you can have a laser-guided missile, but you can't have a laser-guided rock fall from the sky. Anyways, I don't think England has tall buildings. So we're flying among their teeny tiny buildings in England. We find the source of all these plumes of smoke, their cell phone towers. More specifically, 5G cell phone towers. Don, don, don. Now, we've talked about 5G technology before. It's this new loony bin conspiracy theory that I did a whole episode on a while back. But basically, so 5G, so your phone right now is probably 4G. It's the cellular technology. 5G has smaller millimeter waves. So you get like better talk quality, better sound quality, and your phones, the streaming services are faster and stuff like that. But you need, because the the waves are smaller, you need to have more cell towers in an area. Instead of a cell tower, say, every 20 miles, you have to have a cell tower every 500 yards or something like that. So you would have them all over a city. The conspiracy theory for a while was that 5G caused you to kill yourself. That was a big conspiracy theory going around for a long time. That the 5G penetrates your... Oh, it's going through my cells. Oh my god, it's messing with the water in me. Ah. Does that... Um, there's this real famous um, doctor, scientist guy from the University of Washington. His name is Martin Paul... He said that eventually it would make us all sterile. Once it all gets rolled out, it'll make us sterile within three years, and then eight years later, it'll make us all brain dead. Martin Paul saying that your brains are going to melt after eight years of having all the 5G turned on. No rational person wants everyone's brains melted because they're human as well, right? So conspiracy theories involving 5G has been going around for a long time, but now it's hit a fever pitch because now in Britain, within the past week, seven to eight 5G cell phone towers have been set on fire because of the coronavirus. This is a really interesting one. I talked about this recently on a couple episodes ago. I said, if you thought the conspiracy theories that came out of 9-11 were, were crazy, you haven't seen anything yet. That's actually, I underestimated that. Because I said, after this is all done, and the thing when you look at the 9 and so they're already starting, they're going full bore on this. And after 9-11... You, you know, after 9-11, so in, I used to live in Orangevale, California. We had a lot of Peckerwoods out there. If you don't know what a Peckerwood is, it's basically a, a white supremacist uh, street gang uh, way of life. It's kind of like a, a West Side redneck Peckerwoods. We had a lot of Peckerwoods hanging out there. A lot of white supremacists where I grew up. And I remember we had a mailman who was Sikh. Really nice guy. He had the, not the turban, they're not called the turban, but you know, the headrest, the head, not the headrest, the head thing, right? And he was a nice guy, Sikh. After 9-11, probably about two weeks after 9-11, um, now to be, Sikhs are not Muslim. But even if he was Muslim, it would not have excused what was going to happen. But he was delivering mail probably a block or two from my grandma's house where I lived on and off for a lot of my time in Sacramento. 
about two, three weeks after 9-11, he was delivering mail probably about a block or two from my grandma's house, and dude came out of the house, shot him in the neck. Because he was one of them dirty Muslims, put a bullet through him. He lived, shockingly lived, so it probably was a graze, it probably wasn't a straight like through the carotid, doesn't matter, he shot in the neck, is a shot in the neck. So we had incidents like that, but... As far as people actually, that I think was a people going, we're at war, and that guy's the enemy. And unfortunately, that guy was delivering mail in an area that had a lot of white supremacy in it. And again, not people who were simply racist, people who would beat up minorities. Again, not people who are like, what? A black captain on Star Trek? I'm not watching that show. These were people that would shoot you in the neck if they thought you were Muslim. That's where I grew up, guys. So anyways, you have that. This is a conspiracy theory where people are actively launching attacks against it as it's going on. I haven't seen anything like this. I haven't seen anything like this. When we look at other conspiracy theories like people who say Sandy Hook didn't happen, it 100% did. That's a complete myth that it didn't. Anyways, people that took years before people... Knocking on doors. What happened to your kid? I think it was a fake. All that's all that just that's absolutely disgusting. All that stuff happened years after the Aurora movie shooting. Someone shoots up movie theater two years later. Did your son really die in that movie theater? I mean, can you imagine saying that to somebody? Anyways, that all happened afterwards. This is happening now. People are setting 5G cell phone towers on fire in Britain. There's some interesting questions to come out of this too. Mike. First question is, why so far, why only Britain? Makes you think it's probably the same person, right? Or the same group of people. We're not seeing this in other places, but that's an interesting part of this conspiracy. Let's kind of jump into this. Within the past week, we've had seven, eight attacks on 5G towers in Britain. People are setting them on fire. The telecom companies in Britain are now going to YouTube and Twitter and saying, you need to shut this down right now. You need to shut this down. And YouTube said, we will. It, and this this may get wrapped up in this too. So this episode may only, you might be hearing this on YouTube. Um, I think if you're a subscriber, you'll get it. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll definitely get it. The YouTube algorithm will probably kick this into a, and they use the term suppression, but I think it's more of not promoting it. So you may not get a notification for this episode. It definitely won't be able to get demonetized. Even though I'm against the conspiracy theory, it's pretty likely that the bot will will nab me and say, uh-uh, this is just you. Because right now YouTube's setting it up that if you use the words 5G and coronavirus together, or in the same, you're connecting that conspiracy, they will not promote your video. They'll limit how many people can see it, stuff like that. Some people say that's suppression. I think it's really just equivalent of words, right? YouTube's a private platform, and they're going to do what they want, and this show could get deplatformed from YouTube at any moment, and like I said, if that happens, we're just going to be straight on the podcast. I'm not going to be upload. I'm not going to play that game where I'm running around fighting YouTube and stuff like that. So if the show ever does disappear from YouTube, you know where to get it, Dead Rabbit Radio, anywhere podcasts are available. I'm not going to go to BitChute or anything like that. The telecoms are saying, and, and other people are saying this, this is actually a quote from um, Professor Adam Finn from the University of Bristol. He says, The internet connections these network give us are the most important tools we are using to coordinate our response to the epidemic and efforts to do research to overcome it. Damaging phone masts 
is like knocking holes in your lifeboats while your ship sinks. If all of these towers are knocked down, or a percentage of them are knocked down, it's going to cripple the cellular network over there. So don't do it, is what they're saying. And that's why they're leaning on Twitter and YouTube to take action against this. What's interesting is that YouTube will put these videos down. However, a video just about 5G conspiracies, not related to coronavirus, they will not touch. They totally leave up. That's fine. It's the 5G and coronavirus videos that they're taking a look at. And obviously, if a human listened to this, I think they'd go, oh, this, this is fine. He's actually dismissing this conspiracy theory. However, the algorithm, again, this episode may not be on YouTube. And if it is on YouTube, it may not be on YouTube for long. You know, Jorge, du- I hate to mispronounce your name, buddy, but on YouTube, Jorge du- Duarte uh, posted a comment a while back about how some people believe that coronavirus is a cover to keep us all inside while they're installing 5G. So we have another version of the conspiracy here that 5G doesn't cause coronavirus, that coronavirus is completely made up so that 5G towers can be installed in schools and and all these other places that we normally wouldn't let them put a school uh, cell tower. Now, that's there's a conspiracy theory about everything. I would love to see the back-to-school celebration where a guy goes open his locker and there's a 5G tower in there. Or they're having a, the prom and the theme is best millimeters ever. And it's just like, everyone's getting absorbing on these millimeters. There's a lot of conspiracy theories wrapped around the fact that now while we're locked in our house, something bigger is going on. We're arresting Ellen DeGeneres. We covered that. Some people believe they're using this time to build more 5G towers because we want to let them do it anyways. But let's get back to this main conspiracy theory because you go, okay, so YouTube is putting this stuff down. Why is Twitter? Why is Twitter involved? Are people tweeting this a a bunch? Well, it's hard to tell right now because it definitely wouldn't hit trending. But Woody Harrelson, I like Woody Harrelson as an actor. I think he's like, I I admire what he's done. He started off as a comedic actor playing a big old dummy, a, a brain dead dude on Cheers. That's how old I am. I was watching Cheers and it was originally on. That's the prequel to Frasier for you millennials. And then he goes on and does Natural Born Killers and does all these dramas and True Detective. And he's he's funny. He does Hunger Games. He does all this stuff. I like him as an actor. The problem is, is that when you're an actor or you're a celebrity, when you simply tweet something, people take it as meaning more than if someone else... People take it as meaning more than someone else. He tweeted this thing and he goes... He says in it, I got this from a friend of mine. A lot of my friends... I'm paraphrasing. I got this from a friend of mine. A lot of my friends are a, a kind of scared of 5g they're not really sure of the health ramifications of this he goes i haven't vetted this yet but i thought i'd share it with you guys well if you haven't vetted it you probably shouldn't have shared it because i i vetted it it says this is a conspiracy theory i know i've been beaten around the horn. this is a conspiracy theory wuhan was chosen to be the first city in china that was going to be the smart city it was going to have more 5G connected towers throughout the city than any other city in China. It was chosen to be that one. They had 5G towers everywhere. It was going to, everything was going to be connected. The stoplights are all using 5G technology. Everyone's phones are going to be super speedy. And they did. They put these towers all through Wuhan. It was the very first city in China. And it turns out that that was the cause of what's going on. Now, it's interesting because there's two versions of this conspiracy theory. One is, and this is what the lunatic, this is what even the more lunatic conspiracy theory is. 
The coronavirus is caused by 5G. The symptoms of coronavirus are the exact same thing as the symptoms of exposure to these millimeter waves. That's actually the crazier version. What other people are saying and what this Woody Harrelson report is saying and what I found mostly on the internet is that the coronavirus is real, but it normally wouldn't have affected us. It's the fact that the 5G towers are messing up our immune system is what is making us sick from this normal, natural virus. And it's weird because both of these are fighting for control right now. So you have two competing conspiracy theories. Both of them are stupid, and both of them are saying something that's not true, and they'll never agree with each other the same way that the people who don't believe in conspiracy theory will believe in either one. That's what's going on right now. We have people who believe that 5G is making you sick. The fluid in your lungs, the headaches, the scratchy throat, the blue lips, it's all caused by 5G. Other people say, no, 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 no. The 5G is just weakening our immune system. What's funny is that that one is stupid, but it's slightly more, it's definitely more believable than 5G making you sick. Why? Because we see symptoms of this disease where there's no 5G. No one's really addressing that part of it yet. But I bet you the next one, I bet you the next one will be 5G. I don't know why they hate 5G so much, but 5G made the virus stronger. That's why it's in Idaho. There's no 5G in Idaho. The 5G actually made the virus mutate. But here, let's go back to this thing. I could make up conspiracy theories all day long. It's actually quite fun. But here's the thing. Wuhan is not the first city to go 100% smart in China. It's not. I looked it up. I Not only did I look it up within five minutes, I found it on a website that agrees in the conspiracy theory. So I didn't find it on a debunker website. I didn't find it on some, I didn't find it on Snopes. I found it on a website that actually had an article saying, maybe this is true. And in that article, it says 16 different cities in China were chosen to all go smart at the same time. Five of them have the exact same amount of towers in them. Hangzhou, Shanghai, Guangzhou, Suzhou, and Wuhan. So it's just 100% not true. And I vetted it in five minutes. And it's funny because when we look at that Reddit story, there's no information to really vet, right? The whole thing could have been a LARP. We don't know. But in this, where they're like, that was a fact. It said Wuhan was the first, and I read it and read it and I checked it, and they said Wuhan was the first city to go smart in China. It was selected to be, that's 100% not true. It was one of 16, and there was five other cities that has an equal amount of towers in it. So it's a flat-out lie, and that's what really bugs me about this stuff. People are getting terrified. People are terrified right now, obviously. And people are using, people are spreading that fear. And they're lying. But it doesn't even stop there. Because there's another conspiracy theory. That the cell phone, this is completely ridiculous. That the cell phone towers are not being set on fire by conspiracy theorists protesting against 5G. They're not being set on fire by people trying to shut down 5G in their neighborhood because they believe it's causing coronavirus. There are people who believe that the cell phone towers are so dangerous, they are bursting into flames all on their own. That's how dangerous 5G technology is. You just build a tower and it blows up in your neighborhood. Oh, we better shut down 5G. A human didn't do that. 
They just, that's how evil this, that's Satan coming out of the 5G. That's actually another conspiracy theory. I was on, how much time have we been talking so far? All right, this is going to be, I think I've given up time, time, timed episodes for the quarantine. I hope you guys don't mind. I was on Deadline Hollywood. Actually, it's just called Deadline now. My favorite source of entertainment news. Very storied background. Maybe I'll do an episode on that website because it's pretty interesting. But anyways, I was reading Deadline. They had an article saying Dr. Deborah Burks, U.S. I don't know what her actual position is, but she's always hanging out with Trump. She's always at his press conferences. She's a doctor. She's one of the head people with this coronavirus thing. She says, for the next two weeks, don't even go grocery shopping. Don't even go to the pharmacy. Just stay at home unless you absolutely have to go. Just stay at home for the next two weeks. Reading this article. It's on deadline because at this point, pretty much every website is talking about this stuff. I try to limit it on this show, but this is just breaking conspiracy news. Reading this article. We get to the comments and I go, I can't wait to read what the comments are on this one. Didn't expect this. I expected people to take the normal political stuff. You know, people would be taking sides and all this stuff. That's kind of what I expected, but it would probably just kind of have a weird entertainment slant. I don't know. I didn't expect this. This is a comment from someone named Anne. I'm going to read this the way that it's written. What's about new videos saying all this is a cover-up from effects of implementation of 5G? China was first to get 5G, then Italy and Spain. That's not true. I know that's not true. So you're telling me that they put 5G, Anne, this, this, this advocate of free speech, is telling me they put 5G towers in China. Everyone starts puking out blood. And then Italy goes, you know what we need? We need some 5G. And then they have this massive death rate. And then Spain goes, hey, you know what? We've been missing fast cellular service. And all this stuff's going on. But anyways, so that's not true. That's not true. And even if it was true, there it's all over the world now. They It's in Africa. It's in Australia. They're in places where it's not 5G. But anyways, let's go back to Anne here. China was the first to get 5G, then Italy and Spain. Some caught in crossfire. Big cities have 5G, and after we are over with this, the vaccine will contain a chip to track people. New world order. That is why stock market is down. New money will be printed. What is making us sick is the radiation from 5G. All the virus is radiation kill people. All a cover-up, unquote. So, um... (laughs) That's kind of weird that she admits that 5G is caused by radiation, but we're getting a vaccine. I guess the implication is that the vaccine will be fake, but that goes into this other conspiracy theory that Bill Gates wants to get everyone... Now we're getting to this New World Order Antichrist thing, and this is the story that in the Bible, you get to a point where in the book of Revelation, where the Antichrist says, if you want to buy or sell, you must have the mark. You must have the mark. If you get the mark of the beast, you're doomed. Now this this episode is really going in a weird direction. If you get the mark of the beast, you're doomed to hell. Because the mark of the beast is the complete rejection of Christ, is the story in the book of Revelation. Now, it's in the 1970s, the, this episode is going really long. In the 1970s, there was a conspiracy theory that the barcode was the mark of the beast. Because in the barcode, the, the, the number 666 appears. Apparently it was put in as a joke. So there was this idea that everyone was going to get a barcode put on their hand 
and you would have to have it scanned in. Have you guys ever watched that movie, A Thief in the Night? I wonder if that holds up. It was an old 1970s, late 70s, early 80s movie about the Antichrist. Scared me to death when I was a kid. A Thief in the Night. Because that was the thing. That was always the term. Jesus will come like a thief in the night. You'll never know when he's coming, so be ready. It's kind of an interesting, that's from the actual Bible. Uh, he will come like a thief in the night. That's a really evocative phrase. But um, anyways, and then in the 90s, it went from being a barcode on your hand to a chip. I remember when I, because I remember I've talked about this before. I used to be really into conspiracy theories. I 100%, I 100% believe that Bill Clinton was not going to leave office, that he was aligned with the United Nations, the blue troops, the, the blue helmeted troops who are going to invade the United States. I was like 17, 18 I think the first election I could vote in was the uh, Bob Dole. Yeah, it was. It was the Bob Dole-Clinton election. Voted against Clinton, obviously. I thought he was going to take over the planet. But I 100% believed that the UN, he was going to have the UN come into the United States, and we were going to be fostered in this one-world government, and all that nonsense. And we were going to be chipped. Get a little chip in your hand, because the mark of the beast is either in your right hand or your forehead. Because not everyone has a right hand, but everyone has a forehead, right? And they're going to put a little chip in you, and it's going to use to track you, and you would have to use it to buy and sell. And then it became the RFID chip, which um, is in certain products. Um, it's basically an anti-theft chip. And there are some businesses where you can have them implanted, so you could just walk through the door and things like that. And then the conspiracy theory became maybe it is um, ocular. Like, you know, they have those new things that scan your eyeball. And then it would be like some sort of like fingerprint system. I don't know. They started to get into this weird biotechnology thing. And this is the way conspiracy theories work. They evolve over time. If people were still talking about barcodes on your hand, you'd be like, what? Why don't they use one of those little square stupid Q codes that you find on products that no one ever uses? Have you ever held your phone up to something that had one of those little Q codes on it? And dude, no one ever does that. I think that's a scam. I think someone made that up as a scam. But anyways, that's another conspiracy theory. Uh, the conspiracy theories evolve over time. So it went from being a barcode to a chip to a specific name chip, an RFID chip. Now the conspiracy theory is this, that Bill Gates funded a bunch of programs, which that isn't a conspiracy theory. He actually does that. And the thing is, is that when you fund a bunch of programs, you're spreading money all over the place. One of those places eventually is going to do something that raises a couple eyebrows. There was a group back in 2015, that wanted to study diseases in birds and to develop these vaccines. So they patented, they they submitted a patent for the coronavirus back in 2015 for a particular brand of coronavirus that exists in birds. They wanted to do genetic manipulation on it. They got the patent in 2018. And Bill Gates happened to fund that program. Therefore, Bill Gates owns coronavirus. That's the consp- That's part of conspiracy theory number one. Secondly, here was the thing. He farmed it out to the Chinese. I do not believe any of this, okay? Just so we're clear. I think this is 100% nonsense. Just totally want to be clear. This is dumb. But uh, Bill Gates takes the coronavirus that he now owns the patent to, gives it to China, and says, I want you guys to make a virus that will wipe out 20 million people. And China goes, yeah, sure, why not? And they make that virus in Wuhan. And then they unleash it, and it sucks. Now, it is killing people. This disease, it's, it's rough and it's bad, but it's not, it's not world-ending. So the conspiracy theory is, is that Bill Gates farmed it out to China. China messed it up. 
released it, it's not as big as he wanted because Bill Gates wanted to have a national, uh, no, a global vaccine ID. So what would happen is, and he's mentioned this, uh, I believe he's mentioned this. He's talked about vaccines, and it's really hard to tell where the conspiracy theory starts on this thing, because I think this is absolutely ludicrous, and I'm actually trying to read real news about this. But apparently, there's been talk of having a um, ultraviolet tattoo put into children's skin that lasts for five years, showing they've been vaccinated. It would basically be like an ID. So to know that you don't have COVID-19 or this virus, you would walk into a store and you would hand, scan your hand underneath the UV unit and it'd be like, oh, he's had the vaccine. Then if you go and you don't have it, they'd be like, no, you can't eat. You can't buy or sell. Oh, I really wanted to sell today. Nope, go. That's a conspiracy theory that's flowing around right now. That, But... It didn't work. See, even the conspiracy theory goes, but the plan didn't work. Bill Gates failed. His disease didn't kill enough people. The whole thing's ridiculous. I There was talk of having... He did say we could have some sort of national vaccine ID thing. A digital ID is what he called it. And then people turned it into the tattoo. People turned it into something that was tattooed on your hand. I know for a fact that he was saying that they did want to have some sort of digital ID. That doesn't mean that it's like show your papers and you pull out like a holographic card that shows a picture of you smiling and that means you got vaccinated. It would mean more than anything something in your medical records. But really, this thing is going to stick around for a bit and they'll figure out a treatment and then they'll figure out a vaccine. That's what I knew back in January and that's what I believe today. That it's not going to be fun. And it's here, it's really everywhere, and they'll figure out a treatment for it in the short term, and they're doing tons of work on that, and then they'll and then in the long run they'll have a vaccine. And then we will be better prepared when something like this plus Ebola hits. Which I'm actually like, this sucks. Don't get me wrong, this totally sucks. But could you imagine if this was something like airborne Ebola or just regular Ebola at a death rate of 50%? And was in the water supply or people, like, it could be spread through coughing or sneezing. We, uh, as a species, will never take a pandemic lightly again, or at least within the next hundred years. Because I guess we took the Spanish flu. Spanish flu hit, and then a hundred years went by. We've learned, I believe, the next time some disease starts popping out of some country, there's going to be uh, strict measures taken by the world. Now, I don't think the strict measures are going to be having a digital ID or a tattoo on your hand or Bill Gates laughing over the whole planet with his hands on his hips as they're all bowing in front of a 5G tower. I think it'll just be people being more mindful of being clean and as governments try to cover this stuff up, not believe them next time. Anyways, anyways, the point is, is that these conspiracy theories are flying around the globe and they're flying really faster than the pandemic. People who have absolutely no chance of catching this, people who are at home, who are following all the social distancing things, believe this. And it's adding fear on top of fear. It's irresponsible and it's dangerous because there's also reports coming out of Britain that not only are these towers being set on fire or just exploding according to some conspiracy theories, but that British telecom workers are being harassed and threatened. My mailman was Sikh, shot in the neck after 9-11, survived, thankfully. The guy went to prison. But that fear and intolerance 
just get stoked when people believe insane conspiracy theories. And 9-11 was a like one-off event that freaked everyone out. This event freaks everyone out every single day. People say things are going to get worse before they get better as far as the coronavirus is concerned, and that's probably true. But as far as the conspiracy theories surrounding it, things are going to get worse and worse and worse. And it's up to us, the people who can see through this nonsense, to make it better. You just got to get the truth out there. Just got to get the truth out there because this is going to get rough, guys. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. Twitter is at DeadRabbitRadio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.